Hello, and welcome back once again to the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. This is a very special episode of the HR Social Hour. John and Wendy talk to Meryl Milani from Virginia 529. I'm your host, John. And I'm Wendy. How's it going, John? Wendy, I am well, and we are incredibly fortunate to get to work with a lot of great sponsors. Mm -hmm. And Virginia 529 is our newest sponsor. Yes. Obviously, people know about our families. We, We talk about our families here. And it's really kind of scary, Wendy. Daniel's <laughs> going to be a senior in high school next year. And as much as you don't want to admit it, yours aren't that far behind. No. Uh, yeah. We just got the notice today that Maggie officially passed and is going to ninth grade. Not that we ever doubted she was <laughs> going to, to, but you know, you get that, you get that official notification that she has, is moving on. And um, yeah, it kind of hit us as like, Oh, we got a high schooler. Holy moly. <laughs> well, you know, as I tell people all the time, it, it moves quick. And, and yes, I, I certainly know that school's on our mind. Education's yeah. on our mind. And college is right around the corner, especially mm-hmm. for me. Oh, boy. Well, right. Virginia 529 is, is a program that can offer some help there. And mm-hmm. it's a tremendous opportunity for parents, grandparents, uh, and for employers, too. So we're, yep. we're really excited to be able to talk to Merrill about Virginia 529 and 529s in general. Everybody's going to learn a little bit today. I know I've certainly learned a lot already, but really excited. I'm going to let you make the introduction and we will get started. Yes, super excited to welcome Meryl Milani to the show. She is a relationship marketing strategist at Virginia 529. In this role, she is responsible for building partnerships with employers. She is passionate about helping people save for higher education. Meryl is relatively new to Virginia, moving here from the San Francisco Bay Area a few years ago. She currently lives in Richmond with her husband and two teenagers. Her oldest is off to college in the fall, and so she is very thankful that they set up a 529 many, many years ago. One of her favorite pastimes is long walks with her dogs listening to an NPR podcast. And we're just going to say from now on, she's going to also add HR Social Hour to those podcasts. So Meryl, welcome to HR Social Hour. We're so excited to have you here and a part of our family. So tell us, first off, what's in your glass? Well, thank you so much for having me. And I'm really excited to be here. And what's in my glass? Well, I love drinking hot tea. And my all-time favorite, which I always love to share, and if I step into a meeting with this tea, people are always, it always catches their nose, um, is Good Earth uh, Sweet and Spicy Herbal Tea. It's like drinking this delicious cup of spicy cinnamon dessert. And so I have it multiple times a day. It's a, it's a favorite of mine. That sounds yummy. I yes, think that is the first time somebody's been so specific about the tea they're yes. drinking, girl. I appreciate that. <laughs> I think so. I think so. I have people all, I'm serious. I will go into meetings all the time and people will say, what are you drinking? So I, <laughs> I have to be really specific because I, I share my love of this tea with people. So you get what's in your glass all the time then. <laughs> I do. Yes. That's a common question. <laughs> Meryl, you and I have had an opportunity several times now over the last many months to speak. And, and again, so appreciative of you and Virginia 529 wanting to be part of what we do. You talk to us a little bit about your background and you know, how exactly did you land with Virginia 529? So Wendy mentioned that I moved from the Bay Area um, a few years ago. So I grew up in Southern California and then moved to San Francisco uh, to attend graduate school. And I lived in San Francisco in the Bay Area for over 20 years. And a few years ago, we moved here, uh, we moved to Virginia for personal reasons. 
And I've worked in a variety of different marketing roles. Mostly small organizations seems to be my sweet spot, but I've enjoyed and really thrived in roles that have leveraged my relationship management skills. And so I was definitely looking for that type of role. And since I was new to the Richmond area, a really big part of my job search included informational interviews. I had to rebuild a network. And through those, I met someone in marketing at Virginia 529 And I knew I wanted to work for a mission-focused company and was looking at not-for-profit organizations. And then I learned about the marketing strategist role at Virginia 529. So my focus, as, as mentioned in my bio, is building partnerships with employers. I love working for Virginia 529. I'm, I'm very grateful to, to have this job. Awesome. So knowing how you got there, let's talk a little bit about 529s. I know, you know, Anyone who has children has at least heard of them. Tell us a little bit about what a 529 account is. Perfect. That's, I think, a great place to start. So Virginia 529 um, offers tax advantage savings accounts to help families and individuals plan and save for higher education or just future education expenses. And the contributions, when you make contributions, they grow free from state and federal taxes as long as the money is used to fund qualified expenses at eligible institutions. And a qualified expense is what you might expect, uh, tuition, room and board, books, and an eligible institution is basically any institution that accepts federal financial aid. So it's institutions throughout the United States, even including some um, international institutions. And so as long as they accept federal financial aid, then you can use the funds there. And you don't have to be a resident of Virginia to open up a Virginia 529 account. You just need to be a U.S. citizen or a legal U.S. resident to open up an account. Now, Meryl, a lot of our listeners are in Virginia, but we have a lot of listeners elsewhere, too. Do all states offer some type of 529 program comparable to Virginia 529? Yes, I believe. So I believe that all states do. I think Wyoming is the only state that does not. And most states offer more than one plan option. Um, but yes, I do believe that most states have, have a plan. Meryl, why do you believe it's important for HR professionals and business leaders to know more about 529 programs? That's a really great question. And I, um, if you haven't already sensed, I'm pretty passionate about 529. <laughs> I, have a, I have a lot to say. That's <laughs> um, awesome. So, okay. So we know that many people, if you, you know, read the newspaper and just follow the news, many people struggle with student loan debt. It's, it's a big problem in this country. And I recently read these statistics and they really just sort of, I'm, I come across this all the time in my role um, and just keeping up with industry news. And these really stuck with me that 54% of college attendees take on debt to pay for their education. 14% of adults have student loan debt and that the average student loan debt is around $30,000. And so our hope here at Virginia 529 is that future generations will do a better job minimizing or maybe even avoiding student loan debt, uh, student loans altogether. But this requires saving, and it requires knowing what tools are available. In addition to student loan debt being a problem, just in general, we know so many people are stressed out about their finances. They don't leave that stress at home. And there's some interesting research that I read about from PricewaterhouseCoopers that shows people are really looking, you know, the expectations of employers have been evolving and growing, and they really are looking for their employers to take a role in their financial wellness. More employees are using services that their employers provide to assist them with with personal finances. 
Um, in fact, 70% of those with employer-provided services say they use the benefit. And so to answer your question, why do I think it's important to the HR audience? Well, I just think more and more employers are recognizing that they can help alleviate stress through financial wellness education. And of course, saving for retirement is really important, but for many families, so is saving for higher education. Knowing that 529 programs are for individuals. They're for individual students and their academic and educational goals. What role do you believe employers can take implementing or or helping employees with those 529 plans for those individuals? I think it's as simple as just offering employees the opportunity to learn how to save for future education expenses. So if more people can learn about 529s and understand the value and the need to save and save early, then we believe people will open accounts and start saving. We, you know, we already sort of discussed um, a little bit about financial wellness is really important. And I, and I want to mention just maybe one more reason why I think, why I think employers are really an important part of this. I think that when people are at work, they're in a learning mindset. As a state agency, we are already very active in communities all throughout Virginia. You might run into us at the state fair, for example. And as much as we love talking to potential customers or existing customers at these events, most people are just not in a learning mindset if they see us maybe at a community event. But employees, when they're at work, are in that learning mindset. And so an employer could just offer an education opportunity to their employees. And so we have this program, and we'll talk more about it later on, I think, in the interview called Virginia 529 at Work. And the goal of the at work program is really just to increase awareness and educate employees on how and why to save for future education expenses for children, grandchildren, or even in even themselves. So 529s have been around for over 20 years, and yet a majority of people still surprisingly don't know what a 529 account is. We're very lucky here in Virginia, and, and the brand recognition and the knowledge is pretty high, but just across the across the country, uh, people just don't really know what, always know what a 529 is. So we want people to know about the savings tool. We want people to feel empowered to make a decision, you know, if setting up a 529 is right for them. And we really believe that partnering with employers is just a really great opportunity for employers. And for us, it's a really big focus for us. We believe that employers have this unique opportunity to help educate their employees about saving for higher education for the reasons that, you know, that I've already discussed. Employees really trust their employers. And so if an employer offers this education session um, to their employees, we, you know, we, we believe that employees, if they have a need, will be more likely to, to attend the session rather than trying to seek that information out on their own. I'm sure you hear from a lot of HR professionals that they're busy and they have to be careful when they're yes. adding new programs to re- to use or what costs are coming in. So how do you work with employers to address some concerns they might have about helping their employees with the 529? I do hear that from time to time. We work with employers all over the state, such as state and federal government and localities and school districts and large companies and small companies. As I previously mentioned, or I think I mentioned there's no cost for this program. There's no contract. We try really hard recognizing exactly what you said, Wendy. Um, We try really hard to make it as easy and straightforward for HR managers or HR teams to help us coordinate. So most of the time, we're hosting an on-site info session or a webinar for employee. That's a a lot of what we do. We send the HR manager some marketing materials to help promote the event to employees. 
If we're hosting a webinar, we set up the webinar registration page. And if it's an on-site session, when we present, we bring all the materials for employees. So I've been told by many employers how much they appreciate our education sessions and how we make it really easy for them to coordinate on their end. And furthermore, you know, I just want to just kind of also add that we really do try to create a custom program for each employer that takes into consideration their employees and their culture. It really does sort of change for each employer. For example, we recently worked with a local financial services company and they requested brochures, thousands of them, to do a seat drop for each employee. That was a first for us. We hadn't done that previously, but we were happy to supply them with the brochures. And then we followed up with a webinar. For hosting an info session or a webinar, the employer gets to pick a date and a time that works well for them. And so again, we just try to make it as easy as possible for the employer. Meryl, I'm sure you've heard it from employers and we even talked about this as we've spoken offline. This type of education benefit may not appeal to all of the employee base. What would you say as far as for employers that have employees outside of the state of Virginia, or maybe the employees that don't have children or grandchildren. How do you address those types of folks? Yeah, I think it's true that not every employee will will need or want to learn about saving for future education expenses. If you're 23 years old and you're done and you're not planning to go to graduate school and you're not married and you don't have children, (laughs) you probably don't want to, although you probably don't want to open up a 529 for future children. That's not on your mind. But For those who should be considering this type of savings, they really need to know that 529s exist. And as I mentioned, awareness is not very high. Our program, you know, I mentioned this is free and there's no contract and minimal resources. So we sort of view this as part of a financial wellness strategy that for an employer. And to me, I think the bigger question is why not offer it to employees? We might only have 15 or 20 people at an information session, but for those people that employees that do attend, the information that they learn is invaluable. And for employers that have employees in every state or in other states, Virginia 529 is a national program. We have customers in every state. The account owner or the beneficiary does not need to be a resident of Virginia to open up an Invest 529 account as we're a national program. However, if you live in Virginia and you open up a Virginia 529 account, there is a state tax advantage. And I think there's a couple of options for an employers if they have employees in multiple states. More employees live in Virginia, we can host an info session. We do encourage people to always check with their home state in case there's tax advantages in that state. Not every state has tax advantages for residents who open up a 529 in their state, but we do in Virginia. Our sessions start out by teaching people about 529s, why it's important. Of course, we talk about Virginia 529, but it's also a great session just to learn about general information about 529. And then I've also encouraged employers to reach out to 529s in other states and see if those other states have employer programs that's similar to ours. And I know many states do. Not all states do, but many states do. So, you know, one of the things that we're seeing right now is a lot of shifts in education, especially due to the pandemic. You know, schools are shutting down, they're moving online, they're, they're sh- we're seeing a huge shift. How do you see 529 programs adjusting to address some of those changes? I think the 529 industry, I haven't been in it for a really long time, but I think the 529 industry definitely has a history of evolving to meet the needs of consumers. I can give you a couple of examples. In December 2017, the federal law that governs the 529s expanded how the funds could be used so families could use them to pay for up to $10,000 
for tuition per year for private K through 12. Another example, just this past December, 529 funds can now be used for registered apprenticeships thanks to the SECURE Act. I definitely think that they do keep up with what consumer demand is. We have a host of webinars, and I know by the time that this podcast is posted and shared out, we have a webinar that we're hosting um, that will have been hosted with our CEO and some education thought leaders called The Future of Higher Education. And I would definitely encourage your listeners, if they want to learn more about sort of the future of education, not necessarily relating to 529s, but just the future of education, encourage your listeners to go to our website and look in our archives and listen to this webinar. I think it's going I think it's going to be a really great webinar. Meryl, it's not a HR social hour conversation like this without asking the question. We always like to find out what's like the hot gossip. What's the scoop? <laughs> you know, anything coming up from Virginia 529 that you can share with the audience as far as new exciting stuff? We do. As a matter of fact, um, we're really excited to announce um, we are expanding our Invest 529 program. I can't, I can only talk sort of high level. We will, we will be sharing more information this summer, but we're expanding it with a new portfolio that will be available to Virginia account owners and beneficiaries. This new portfolio preserves the principal protection of prepaid. If you know anything about prepaid, the prepaid, which is now closed to new accounts, it's sort of in that same vein. And but adds more flexibility and certainty about the value and how the uses of those funds. And so we are going to be announcing that more details on that during the summer. And it officially will be open uh, early in 2021. So we're really excited about that. And then we are also enhancing some of our online user experience. So more to come on that as well in the coming months. Very exciting. I'd like to see some some exciting offerings and making anytime you can make it easier <laughs> yes especially something that can get very complex very quickly so yes um i excited to see what changes come out and uh, I, i'm actually looking forward to that webinar you mentioned i think <laughs> i think that'll be really interesting we'll have to share a yeah. link out when that's that comes out Meryl, it is now time for everyone's favorite part of our show, which is our half-hour question connection, the part of our show where everyone gets the same question. So I'm going to assume you didn't dream as a child of uh, coming up to do marketing for a 529. (laughs) No. (laughs) So what career did you dream of having when you were a child? I think probably like many kids, at some point, I am assuming, I I don't remember because it was a while ago, but I'm assuming that at some point... In my childhood, I thought about becoming a teacher. But now I think if I were to do a redo, as much as I do, and I love what I do, I really do. But if I were to start over, I think I would study nutrition and wellness. And I guess use that information to help and teach people how to lead healthier lifestyles. Meryl, who's one person you've gained in your network in the last year that you think more people should know? I can't think of someone in my, for example, like personal LinkedIn network. However, I really enjoy, I think I'm, we've talked about this in the beginning. I really enjoy listening to NPR and I really enjoy listening to educational and news podcasts. And last year I discovered Brene Brown and I can't believe that I only just recently discovered her. I have no idea where my, I have no idea. I want to have coffee with her. (laughs) She is so authentic and honest and intelligent and 
offer such practical advice. I really do. I need to somehow like fly to Texas or something and have coffee <laughs> with her. So I know that, pro- and I know this probably even sounds a bit nerdy, but I really love listening to uh, podcasts so much that sometimes I've been known to listen to it more than once. So I can really absorb what she's saying. So Meryl, I saw Brene Brown last year <gasps> down in Nashville speak. I saw oh. her twice last year, but actually the oh. first time was in Nashville. It was at the same conference where, uh, oh, Mr. Handsome. Well, she was, she went, she was earlier in the, in the event and then they, or no, I'm sorry. It was, uh, Clo- George Clooney was there. <gasps> okay. Now, so, so George Clooney is, is a handsome man. I have no problem saying that. Yep. And, and he was dreamy and listen to him. <laughs> people went crazier for Brene Brown than they did George Clooney. It was, I bet. They, the people charged the stage like it was a Beatles show in the sixties. I bet. One of the craziest things I've ever seen grown people do. It, it was nuts. The pe- people were better behaved. And Wendy, I think you'll agree with me. People were better behaved at Sherm with her mm-hmm. than they were at work human, which I was <laughs> kind of funny, but not that they were ill behaved, but they were just like, they, they literally had locked the doors to not let people in. And when they opened them, it was, it was like cabbage patch kids in the eighties. They just, everybody ran in, <laughs> got up for, I sat in the back. Cause you know, I, I'm going to keep my fingers and toes, but yeah, it was, uh, it was something. So I totally understand. I totally yeah. get it. <laughs> so I wish he would, I wish he was in like my personal network. Right. So that would be nice, but, but yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> Meryl, a new professional asks you for one piece of advice. What do you tell them? I'm not usually very good at just one piece of advice, but I think for someone starting out in a career, I think, I think it's easy to get caught up in what your friends or peers or what your parents' expectations are. And I can I, I can definitely remember feeling this immense pressure. And I have a niece that's graduating from college right now. Um, and I definitely can imagine that immense pressure to find that ideal job. And so I think my advice would be just to really focus on your own goals. Talk to as many people as you can in the form of informational interviews. Um, it's very invaluable for me, when I found my job here, um, informational interviews. And the other thing that I would say, and I say this to my kids all the time, is don't be afraid to ask for what you want. Meryl, how do you enjoy giving back to your community at large? So right now with, with older kids, my kids were younger. I was a lot of volunteering in schools and sports. But right now, I think my focus is, is supporting the political process and democracy. And I find it to be very rewarding to support a local candidate who can then really advocate for issues that are important to me. So that's, that's how I currently am I'm contributing to my community. Meryl, what is your favorite movie? Ah, so we just did something at work where we were giving, we uh, for a team building thing, we did what was our favorite song. And the favorite song came from one of my favorite movies, which is Almost Famous. It's, I don't know yeah. if you've seen oh, it. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like a great coming of age story. I love that movie. Tied into that then, how about your favorite musician or band? Favorite band is, I don't know if you've heard of them, the Avet Brothers. I've seen them in concert a few times and I don't go to a lot of concerts, but surprisingly, I have seen them even here in Richmond. Um, last year, I was able to see them in concert. They're a really good band. How about a favorite TV show? I recently watched the whole series and I really wanted something, com- you know, a comedy. Just thought it would be good to have something light um, with what else is going on in the world around us. But um, but I just ended up loving it was uh, is Shit's Creek. Oh, that series is so fantastic. It just Mm -hmm. touched my heart so much. And it was just to me such this, this absolute great love story of this about this family and how they reconnected. Um, And the characters are just fantastic. 
Uh, I'm actually in the middle of my second watch. I haven't, <gasps> I didn't want to, I didn't want to finish it until I had started the series over. So I started, started it over last week. So oh, uh, I'm so in many the great, middle of season two right now. So many great one-liners, so awesome. right? From Moira. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I love, oh, and I love Catherine O'Hara so much. I just, oh, oh yeah, adore oh, her. Fantastic. Meryl, if you're if you're not watching Almost Famous, you're not listening to Abbott Brothers and, and not watching Shits Creek, what else do you like to do outside of work? So I really like being outside and I've been, gosh, we've had the most amazing month of May. I I've only been here for a few years. I don't recall such a wonderful May since I've been here. So without the humidity and, um, but I really like being outside, taking long walks with friends. Last summer, my husband and sister and I, we all bought uh, kayaks. And so we've been dabbling in kayaking. So we've really been enjoying that. That's a, a new hobby. All right, Meryl, finally, it is Meryl Milani Day all around the world. What are people doing to celebrate? I think it would be I think it would be a combo day. I think it would be some of the day would be dedicated to somehow making contributions or helping in your community. And then I think the other part of the day would just be out enjoying nature in some way. Maybe walking, maybe hiking, maybe kayaking, but maybe like a split day. I like it. I don't think we've had anybody talk about trying to split up the day like no, that. No, I haven't. That's great. <laughs> I, don't think so. I like that a lot. <laughs> Meryl, again, so appreciate you and, and Virginia 529, this opportunity to partner together and, and to become part of the HR Social Hour family. I, I can't thank you enough. I do think a lot of our listeners have learned a lot, learned, you know, not just about you, but about the program. Mm-hmm. For those that want to get in touch now, what's the best way for them to reach you out there? The best way for them to reach me is they can just drop me an email. That's probably the best way. And then they can, we can set up a time and talk and I can answer any questions. And then we can see if it's a good fit for us to come and maybe host an education session for their employees. I know you're going to leave my contact information correct in the show notes, but someone can email me on our website. There's an employer page. So at Virginia529.com. And if you go into the resources under employers, there's also a, a contact form and there's a little bit of information about our at work program. And but then if somebody fills out that contact me form, um, I get notified. And so that's another way as well. And then you and I talked a little bit too. There, there's another site you'd recommend for listeners that are outside of Virginia that they can learn more about 529s in general and, and get specific information about their area. Yes. So there's a website or an organization. I like this website. There's many websites out there, but the one that I kind of like to go to and it has information on every state that offers a 529 is called collegesavings.org. That's always, I think, a good place to start. Excellent. We will have all that in the show notes. And then, Wendy, what about you? How do listeners get in touch with you out there? Best way to find me is on my blog, mydailyjourney.com. Daily is D as in dog, A-I-L-E-Y. And of course, the second and fourth Sunday of each month at 7 p.m. Eastern time, you will find me on Twitter as part of our twice monthly Twitter chat. How about you, John? JohnThurman.com for all things John Thurman. For the show, hrsocialhourpodcast.podbean.com. Listen, rate, review, share. Anything you can do to help us boost the signal, we always appreciate. Meryl, again, thanks to you. Thanks to Virginia 529 for being part. So for the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast, I'm John. And I'm Wendy. And as always, be sure to connect. Give back and network. network. Take care, everybody. We'll see you soon. <laughs> <laughs>